0: From Grabala's mining operation to the service shafts of the wheel, you're listening to Star Scavengers, a Lego Star Wars podcast with a focus on the Freemaker adventures. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Goins, and I'm here with my co-host, Jonah Marie Macias. What's up, Jonah?
1: I'm doing well, Aaron. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, I know. You just ran four miles. (laughs) Yes. I'm surprised. You're doing very well. Yeah, you're doing very good.
0: I survived. Yes, I survived my training. My, uh, I'm training to do a half marathon down at Disney World.
1: The correct answer is that you're training to become a Jedi. Well,
0: that too. You know, that's. You know, I've been training my whole life for that.
1: <laughs> I just imagine you with like a Yoda backpack on your on your back. You know, <laughs> guiding you along the way.
0: Yeah, they do, I guess if you do, like, the Star Wars runs, at the run Disney events, a lot of people dress up as Star Wars characters, and then they run, like, the 5K, 10K, or half marathon, but the run I'm doing is not a Star Wars-themed one. It's just a wine and dine for, like, the uh, the wine and, uh, what is it called, food and wine festival they have down there.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So,
0: no, it'd be kind of weird if I dressed up as a Jedi for that one, I think.
1: Yeah, it would be. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, But moving on, we have the fact that Dana Snyder was interviewed at the Star Wars show earlier today as we record this. So that was very cool that they gave a spotlight to that actor and that character.
0: Did you get a chance to watch it?
1: I did. Yeah, it it was fun because I actually didn't research much when it came to the actors. Like I knew them by face and I had seen them in a few things and... Dana Snyder was one of those people that I I've heard their name before I've I've heard I've heard his name before and I've seen him in a few like from for photographs I've seen him in a few things but I didn't really hear his voice before because I guess I just didn't see any of the content that he's made and so when he was talking I thought oh my gosh He's just like Gravala. He said that is Gravala's voice. (laughs) But, you know, he kind of enhances it a bit for when he's recording for that character. And he pronounces a few things a little bit more than what he usually talks. And I was just very surprised in that moment. And I'm like, man, I really need to do more research when it comes to voiceover actors. And you'd think I'd be all over it. But sometimes those things just escape me.
0: Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet or watch it yet. Um, I love the Star Wars show; it's so cool. But sometimes I'll forget that it's on or that they've released a new episode, so I get a few behind. Mm -hmm. So I I haven't had a chance. I just happened to see it come across. um, I think it was probably in my Twitter feed. Somebody had mentioned that he was on the Star Wars show, so I was like, "Oh, I definitely need to catch that interview." Uh, Because you don't get, I don't, you know, they don't get too many of the Freemaker Adventure. Um, voice actors come across that show at least not so far
1: exactly yeah so it was great to i think the last one they had the last voiceover actor they had was eugene bird and uh it was great to have freemakers in conversation because they actually didn't tweet a lot star wars the star wars account when the show was on air so there were no reminders about it being a season finale they didn't go crazy like i did basically
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) when it came to (laughs) our twitter account made up for the reminders i think
1: yeah yeah true but i still wanted to get to get more exposure and so i was i was so disappointed when nothing was tweeted that day but this sort of kind of made up for it (laughs) (laughs) and also an issue 175 for the Star Wars Insider, there's an interview featuring Bill and Bob. So if you get a chance when that appears on newsstands, go ahead and get that. And uh, I haven't read it yet, but I'm excited to jump into that when I I get the chance later tonight.
0: We need to get them back on our show.
1: We do, because I definitely want to ask them more questions, especially now that we've seen all of season two.
0: Yeah, maybe we wait until we're done reviewing all the episodes and then have like kind of a big finale, where we review them. And maybe by then, enough time will have passed that they can tell us stuff about you know if we're getting another season or that kind of stuff.
1: Here's hoping. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
0: because I think I like I was looking at the timing of when we'll finish. Or I think it's gonna be, we're going straight through New York Comic Con. Yeah. So maybe maybe by then some new news will come out.
1: Here's hoping, yeah. yeah. I, I would love to see some sort of news surface in terms of the show. Uh, definitely, I think maybe by November, December, we'll get some DVD announcement, I hope.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not discussing spoilers or anything, but since we have watched all of the, the season, um, would you be satisfied with the ending if there were no more episodes?
1: I would be satisfied with it. Um, they left it in a place where you can see it moving forward with another adventure, but it's also at a place where it could just hold off there, and hopefully they could come back to it in another form, either a comic book or something. But I think it is, it's is—it's good where it is now, and I'm, I'm thankful for that because I, I hate it when a series ends, and... You don't have the closure that, you know, you that the audience deserves and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think that they, just like you said, they left it in a place where it could go on. But if it didn't go on, it it kind of ended in a perfect spot.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so did you get anything new recently, Aaron?
0: I got the Phantom again. Okay. The Phantom yeah. 2. So I did, I, and I built it.
1: Oh, how was it? How was the build for that?
0: It's pretty fun. It. Um, I actually filmed myself building it. So I know you do videos of your build sometimes. So I was like, oh, it'd be kind of fun to film it. So I filmed it, but I didn't do anything with the video yet. Because mm-hmm. I didn't just do like one take, one camera kind of thing. I did like all these different angles and stuff. So I don't know like I if I take the time to put it all together and release a video, maybe. But... It was a really, it was a fun build. Um, pretty a pretty small set, but has really awesome minifigs.
1: Yeah, Thrawn, it, right?
0: Yeah, it comes with Thrawn. It comes with, uh, Kanan with the mask, which Kanan had previously, you know, come in sets, you know, sans mask, but now he has the the mask, which they did a really, a really good job with. If you if you take the mask off, um, they gave him kind of the white eyes like a, oh. some, some other Lego minifigs that are uh, blind to characters kind of have those. Gotcha. Um, so I thought that was a nice detail. Um, and then chopper obviously comes with the set as well. So three really good minifigs. And then the, the little phantom, like once it's all built, it actually looks really cool. And they did a lot of good detailing with the stickers. So once you apply all the stickers, it looks very accurate to you know what you see in the show. And if you have the ghost, the, the, does
1: it fit in there?
0: It does. It, so it does fit. I I don't know if it was meant to fit, but it does fit.
1: They probably used the same dimensions as the the first Phantom.
0: I think the base of the of it is the same dimensions. Uh, So uh I think the base will, you know, you can kind of snap it down where the old Phantom would sit, but it doesn't look quite right. You know, you kind of look at it, you're like, because it's a bigger, the Phantom is a little bigger, the Phantom Two is, right. Uh, So it, although it does fit, I would say it's probably not the way you would want to display it. You probably want to keep the the original Phantom in there to display it.
1: Right. Yeah, that would make more sense.
0: But yeah, it was a, a really good one.
1: And did you also get the arrowhead?
0: I did. did Yay! You're you building the arrowhead right now, right? Are you done? Did you, where, what's no, the progress? No,
1: I'm not done with it. I started, I did, I think I did through the, the first three bags. And then I did the fourth bag on Sunday and I think I only have two bags left, five and six. So I've got half the ship done. So I'm, I'm excited to for it to finish because I, I see the way it's coming together. And I think at one point I I comment I commented on Twitter and I said that you know Rowan makes it look so easy with his force building powers. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I I have it. I bought it, but I have not started building it. Hmm. So gotcha. I have if you can if you listen closely, you can hear the Oh the nice the
1: awesome fresh, sound. Yeah, the fresh <laughs> box
0: unopened. Little crinkly kind of sound going on there. That's my the, my arrowhead that I just am looking at right now. I'm tempted to pop the thing open and start building it while we're talking, but that might be distracting. <laughs> Maybe I can just build I, the minifigs.
1: Yeah, the minifigs. Yeah. I actually I was working on it late one night, and I was trying really hard not to make a lot of sound with the with the bags and opening yeah. them, and because I keep them in there, I don't have a, a good space to to start building. So I just keep them in, and I start ruffling through, shuffling through to find the pieces that I need.
0: Oh, that would be loud.
1: Yeah, that would like that literally
0: is. every piece you're digging through the bag.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is something I have to see.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like you are you have a bag of chips on your lap, and you're just, like, digging in every once in a while. Yeah, that's that's me.
0: <laughs> I did that once on a car trip, like a, like a road trip. I really wanted to build mm-hmm. the set, so, like, I just kept everything in the bag so I wouldn't lose the pieces because I didn't have a table or anything gotcha. to build on, so I just kind of dug through the bag. So, yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> Do you not have a table big enough to build, like... A set i
1: don't yeah i have a i have a very tiny apartment a new york city apartment so uh, i don't have city. much space yeah yes. I'm, I'm looking into moving in the near future but we'll see
0: <laughs> purely for the lego build
1: just you know, for the lego that's the, build yeah you <laughs> just
0: need that space <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you build anything else during the weekend
0: No, I did not. Um, My plan was to build both the Phantom and the Arrowhead over the weekend so I could talk about building the Arrowhead with you because I knew you were building it. But I'm kind of glad you're not done yet. (laughs) Yeah. So then the next episode, we'll hopefully both have completed it and then we can do a more thorough discussion of of the build. But it's a big set. You know, there's 775 pieces. So I can see why you haven't finished yet.
1: Yeah, and I was, and then as I was building it and putting it together, I I, I was thinking, oh gosh, where am I gonna put this? Because <laughs> right? I don't have space anywhere. <laughs> um, and I'd be, I I would do that, the you know, if I could crazy glue it together and then hang it off of my ceiling, that'd be really cool. But I I don't want to do that. <laughs>
0: no, do not crazy glue a Lego set together, Jonah.
1: I know. I learned that from the Lego movie. The Lego movie. <laughs>
0: the Craggle the crackle <laughs> don't yeah don't be that don't be do that
1: i won't be that person no
0: <laughs>
1: so i guess we'll we'll jump into our review here and it's the return to the wheel written by ron corsello and russ carney
0: this is where they return to the wheel and meet becky Smoochabacker, right
1: yes <laughs> It's what you would want. That's... I remember when I was watching this episode and he was talking about Becky Xander and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this is the episode we actually get to see her some like in the background or something. And I remember thinking that as we, as I was watching the the episode the first time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's this character that keeps coming up in conversation and you're like, you they have to show us this character at some point, right? Yeah, you know, they yeah. can't. They can't go through this show without letting us see, you know, who is this character that he's so obsessed with. I thought it was funny that he did actually say something because they, they said they brought her up in conversation, and Cordy was like, "There's not going to there, will, there will be no Becky, and there will be no smooching." Yeah. <laughs> and then no
1: Becky, no smooching. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> and Xander's like, she doesn't even know who I am, so that's <laughs> yeah. Upon reflection, that's a funny line.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so they start off with their need to find the energy matrix activator, which is what they one of the two pieces they need to complete the arrowhead, and Xander knows exactly where to find it, and it's back home on the wheel.
0: Yes, return home, which it's like that was such a core part of season one, you know mm-hmm. the, them being there, and then season two they're you know more with the alliance, so it's kind of cool to get that return back to the the old digs
1: yeah it's i found it very interesting that rowan still thinks of the wheel as home i mean as he should because he's probably lived there for a long time i mean he's only 12 and a half so (laughs) so i don't know how long that was but yeah you'd think that his home would be the star scavenger or wherever his family is in that point in time but he still considers the wheel his home
0: Sometimes I forget how young these characters are supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. it almost feels like Rowan is very young, but then Cordy and Xander are almost like young adults, you know, in their 20s. But I think they're really only supposed to be teenagers.
1: I don't remember exactly if they've revealed their ages. They probably did, but it's been so long that I don't remember specifically. But yeah, I want to say late teens, maybe early 20s.
0: I feel Maybe like Xander, Xander for sure. I feel like at some point they had said they had called them teenagers uh-huh. um, and then I know Roger had referred to them as kids at one point, you know, like three plucky kids, yeah so, <laughs> but yeah, i I sometimes forget because Cordy's so she plays almost like a motherly type like character. I forget that their parents are nowhere to be found, and I'm kind of like, do like we haven't they haven't mentioned their parents, right?
1: no i don't think so maybe which, which is something
0: to... like when we were watching rebels it was all like who are ezra's parents where are yeah. his parents and this we've never even like brought that up like what like where are these there these people's parents at um it's interesting that they haven't come up at all
1: yeah they they haven't and if they were to make up season three it'd be cool if that was the focus of of that season um, just because I always like to know those details.
0: <laughs> right. You would almost think that maybe their parents were the ones that originally started the shop and then, you know, they, for whatever reason, you know, I'm thinking like if we haven't seen them at all yet, it make, kind of makes me think they're not alive anymore.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. But,
0: you know, it'd be interesting to kind of find out, find out those details.
1: Parents always get the worst of it in the movies. <laughs>
0: yeah. If we talked to Bill and Bob we will make sure we bring that up to them and see what they yeah. say.
1: <laughs> and they also brought up a hairless wampa. So the wampa was referenced, uh, the little cute wampa, at least in my mind. That's, that's what you were
0: imagining?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I came to, came to my mind. I was like, no, not not the cute little wampa. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I love that Roger said. So just to be clear, the hairless wampa is off the table, right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: the way he did it too he like leans in you know leans into the camera and says it and then it kind of boom starts the episode
1: oh man i love that remember in rebels when rebels first started um that was the the thing that they used for zeb that he was a hairless
0: wookiee oh no
1: yeah and it reminded me of the fact that they had brought that up and i'm just like oh hairless wookiee hairless wampa I wonder if these things actually exist. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so we move on to Grabala and the fact that he's mining on this planet to get kyber crystals for Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, that gives us the Grabala in hard hat. Yes. (laughs) Which which is pretty cool looking. Another minifig that we need, although he wouldn't fit in the blind bags, but we need him in a set maybe
1: yeah and a set that would be cool a, a mining set
0: yeah ram and bash you know would come along with it as well
1: with their data pads
0: with their data pads yeah <laughs> the uh the, i like where they're you know he's looking for the stats you know how much have you found and he's like well and they're like going through you know like acting like they're calculating all this stuff and they're like none
1: yeah, none. <laughs> These are just por- a preliminary numbers. Right. <laughs> it's a guesstimate.
0: <laughs> but we haven't found anything.
1: <laughs> and so I love that Grabala proposes that he takes rocks and paints them, <laughs> and Yuppo and is like uh, gives him the idea that they should go find the Freemakers Rowan, and and Grabbala takes the credit for that idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so they actually get to the wheel. And I, it was a really heartwarming moment because we haven't been there in a while. And I, I definitely had, you know, the feels when I saw the wheel in the distance. And I, I I just love that place. I wish we could explore it more, especially in some other stories.
0: This is when the, the animation really looks amazing in the show. Yeah. is when they do these kind of space scenes where they're coming upon like a planet or a, a space station. Um, this looked really, really cool.
1: Yeah. And I love that this is the part where Xander refers to Becky Smooch <laughs> Yeah. Um. And And Roger... You know, in order to get inside, I need to come up with a plan. And Roger suggests his vast array of fake facial hair. <laughs> All his mustaches. Um, Which and, there was
0: like, there were some of them were kind of like colors you would expect, but then there was like a blue beard, I think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, was
1: a blue, it was a blue mustache and a white beard. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I love that Cordy says, I won't work for her. And they're sort of. You know, like, not, not understanding yeah. why that won't work for her. <laughs> and and Xander's like, Oh, right, right. None of them match your hair color. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that's the reason why. <laughs> um and and then they decide to go into the bottom ring, the third ring, and it's a sketchy ring with people who aren't Can't be relied on or to be trusted. And I love that they tell Rowan to not look at anything (laughs) or anyone. And uh, someone approaches him and says something to the extent of, What are you not looking at? (laughs) (laughs) And I was not looking at nothing.
0: (laughs) A lot of really cool, like, alien species in the background. Um, Yeah. A lot of, like, I like to see the different aliens represented. Um, and there's this one character that keeps showing up that's like this, this female character with like a hood. I think we mentioned her before that she looked kind of like a Saj Ventress.
1: Oh, I remember her, yeah. In, in
0: past episodes, but they I've noticed they use that character from time to time as a background character and I noticed she was walking by.
1: Oh, uh, cool. So, yeah. <laughs> and And so Roger heads over to the service shafts and that's where he actually gets attacked by a ranat and he shoes the ranat away which is insulting.
0: <laughs> yeah, the ranat uh minifig things were crazy.
1: They, they were. They freaked yeah. me
0: out. <laughs> the way they were like climbing up walls and stuff, it was almost like this little mini horror movie that that Roger was going through while everybody else was on an adventure. But I don't know why it really creeped me out.
1: Oh man, are they so they don't exist in the expanded universe or anything? No, they
0: do. Like that alien species isn't isn't new to the universe. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, when I first saw them, I didn't think I I didn't think they were out. Like I I'd, I'd heard that species name before and I'm trying I wonder like image-wise like how close they look to, you know, other material that's been released. But I was thinking more like uh, you know, kind of the wolfman that's in the background in the cantina. Oh, okay. I was uh-huh. thinking, like, oh, maybe they're that species, which I think is, like, Schistavan or something like that.
1: Yeah, don't ask me. I'm going to fact
0: check all this to, before, <laughs> and if I'm wrong, I'll cut it out. But um, <laughs> but I was thinking they were, like, maybe of that species. I didn't catch it until the second viewing that they, they were calling them ranats. But, yeah, I don't know. Something about the way those characters were moving and talking and kind of creepily, like, climbing up the sides of these shafts and chasing him down, It was it was creeping me out a little bit.
1: Well, I hope you don't wake up in the middle of, in the middle of the night with a nightmare.
0: Yeah, I have I have ran at minifig nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> just crawling all over the walls.
1: <laughs> and so they find out that Wick Cooper had taken over their shop and named it Wick Cooper's Calf Bean and Kitch Clatch. This,
0: <laughs> this may be my favorite thing they've done yet in the season. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I loved this. It was just hilarious. Like, they come in there. There's a coffee shop. And, of course, Wick Cooper is running it. And neon signs. And, like, I love that the neon sign of the coffee cup is, like, the Lego coffee cup. You know, it's a profile of the Lego coffee cup I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. (laughs) I need, like, I I definitely need that logo on a t-shirt. You know, I like, it was just, everything about it was so cool.
1: (laughs) And I love that. Yeah, he had converted everything that they had into something that could contribute or uh, act as a piece of of the cafe. And they were so shocked at their shop having been taken over. But you know, I mean, you kind of have to accept the fact that when they left, yeah, that space Furlac was going to rent it out to someone. Right. But I was totally not expecting Wick Cooper. I was expecting that they'd find another shop with like mechanics that were better than them or something like that and they'd get jealous over it. <laughs> but no, I, I that cafe thing, yeah, that was just um, amazing. It's definitely a better business than what Gravala <laughs> has been proposing so far with his beachside resort and buffet.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Gravala can't even get Uh, a company off the ground over all this time and like wick cooper just spins up a coffee shop no problem
1: yeah yeah and he's (laughs) earning so much money that he thinks he can burn some and and you think that'd be fun (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then he turned the activator that they need into a calf machine (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) and so they decide to break in and roger at the same time is getting attacked by these ranats so the alarm goes off and xander acts quick he pulls out those mustaches and gives cordy the white beard (laughs) (laughs) oh and i love the voices that they were making when talking to furlach that part cracked me up
0: they all go into like these really over the top characters yeah (laughs) and furlach's kind of at first you're thinking oh is he buying this (laughs) yeah, <laughs> but he's not buying it at all.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love Nicholas Cantu. Uh, who, just his little accent that he was trying to pull off when he was talking to Furlac. That that was just the most hilarious one to me because he started off with a British like accent and it started, and didn't end with it. So <laughs> I just, I really love that because that's me when I try to imitate a British accent. I start off really good and I just, I don't end it with it at all. <laughs> yeah, you
0: and me both. I can't keep it consistent. That's, yeah. I could never <laughs> do an accent.
1: <laughs> and then, yeah, so Furlac communicates to Garbala and tells them that the Freemakers are here. And and then that's when Dengar and the bounty hunters arrive. <laughs> and I love that part because they introduced IG-88, not to be confused with IG-89, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> who, who is one better?
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a Bosque, and then for lom and then Zuckus. And uh, the perfect response is from Xander when he says, you couldn't get Boba Fett? <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, why well, no Zuck- Boba Fett return?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been cool, but they would—he would have, you know, overshadowed them.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Um, and Zuckus thinks he's just as, uh, just as good as as Boba Fett, and I love that Zuckus speaks in the third person. I, like, I I've seen these characters before. I've I've heard of them, but I've actually never seen them in in animation or in anything that i can recall from the top of my mind so it was really great to hear their voices and zuckus was cracking me up with that whole third person thing
0: yeah i don't think i don't think zuckus has shown up in any of the animated series i know bosk has ig88 has
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: in dengar obviously but i don't think yeah i don't think we've gotten a zuckus appearance in animation before
1: or for for lom i don't i'm not i don't think so
0: yeah, I don't think so. They they they're kind of a team. Um Yeah, I don't I don't think so.
1: And so Vader sent, oh, Vader at the same time as as he's being contacted. Um MOC over here is the fact that he says Rowan's name and I love that Vader just sends him off to this just planet on the other side of the galaxy. <laughs> and that he blows up the door to leave like that's his thing <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what's really cool is that Rowan attempts to do a Jedi mind trick I don't think we haven't seen him try to do that before I think he's he saw it with uh, I want to say it was with Nari and, but he hasn't tried it on his own before
0: But it didn't work out so well, did it?
1: No, it didn't, because Bosk starts to laugh. He was just playing along with him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Cordy, but Cordy, she may not have the force, but she definitely has something up her sleeve. And I love that she turns the bounty hunters against each other uh, because she's seen um, Grabala's financial statements, so she knows what they're getting paid.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. Cordy is definitely the brains of this group and oh, she's, yeah. she's the one they definitely rely on to get him out of these situations
1: yeah <laughs> and i love that they start to turn against each other and i think my favorite moment in all of that ruckus was ig88 going alert vision impaired must fire blaster randomly to ensure safety <laughs> 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 oh, but yeah, that that whole scene was hilarious, and the fellow for LOM and IG88 were, you know, trying to protect droid rights and whatnot, and and Zuckus is uh, saying that he needs more money because of his filters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such great stuff!
0: <laughs> is this the? Did they do the speeder bikes in this one?
1: They did. That's when they okay. do the chase around the ring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: there's another FreeMaker Adventures LEGO set out there. That...
1: really? Oh, really?
0: Yeah, they have the, the the speeder bike, the blue one that they use, and it comes with, I believe, I know it comes with a few of the bounty hunters. I'm not sure. I think it's Bosk IG88 and maybe Dengar.
1: Oh, okay, I think but I remember it's... seeing this on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I tweeted about it because I came across it. I was just I happened to be in a store and I saw it on the shelf and I was like like I never would have associated it to FreeMaker Adventures until I saw the, this episode.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I was like I was like this looks like a FreeMaker Adventures set, you know, because it it looks like it's based on that episode. So, I think I tweeted it out and then somebody replied. Somebody with some official capacity with Star Wars um replied and was like well it pretty much is a freemaker adventure set it is it's based on the designs from that that episode so
1: oh very cool i definitely need to look that up then because i want it for myself
0: <laughs> yeah so that's like to to fill out your collection of freemaker adventure sets now you need to get that speeder bike and it's probably the cheapest of the, all the freemaker adventure sets as well
1: yeah probably and and so while everyone's distracted and beating each other up the freemakers managed to escape and uh they start that chase around the wheel and i love that at the same time you have poor roger still being chased by the rat he's just like running all through the service shafts that poor thing he's gonna get those nightmares
0: they're scary right (laughs) did they not creep you out at all
1: no they didn't they actually (laughs) were cute
0: (laughs) they were so scary there's nothing cute about them (laughs)
1: Uh, and then Xander, while they're driving along, uh, he he thinks he sees Becky. And so he gets distracted and they crash. But it was just a mop on top of Becky, on top of the fire extinguisher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no appearance of Becky yet.
1: No, no, not yet. And so I love that he said, nothing can extinguish my love for you. <laughs> <laughs> so i love that so far you have mon mop ma and you have becky the mop on the extinguisher (laughs) right Uh, and then uh rowan attempts to do a second jedi mind trick and i love the way they executed this part because you know you you you're so used to seeing Jedi characters saying, saying it more than two or, or up to three times so that, you know, it's emphasized that that's what they want the other person to do. But I love the way that he just takes a breath and then he says what the trooper, what he wants the trooper to do is, you know, you will give me your armor. And I love that that's where it ends. And it goes into the next scene where he's obviously successful with that mind trick. Would you agree? I mean, I really love the way that they portrayed that.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a cool way to see a mind trick done. Like it's, and I I like that they're really establishing Rowan's abilities in the Force. Um, he's he's come a long way, and he and he's going to continue to progress as the season goes on.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I love that, Cordy goes straight into that A New Hope line. yeah. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? But she she doesn't even get to finish it because Rowan goes, you're not taking this away from me. (laughs) 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 That's exactly what I would say if I was 12 and a half years old. (laughs) Um, and, And then Roger comes up with this brilliant idea to use Something that he had stashed a long time ago, which is his forty weight oil, the sweet stuff, as the he calls it, <laughs> and and he uses it to get rid of the ranab But you know, he he, we wanted to drink that, and I love that when he took a sip of it. I, I was I was thinking, but where did it go? He doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> But <laughs> um, I was just like, go with it, just go with it.
0: <laughs> don't think too hard. Don't be like Aaron.
1: Don't be like Aaron. <laughs> um, and I love that he said, "Looks like you're oil washed up." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I love his puns. <laughs> And at the same time you have Cordy and the rest getting on the elevator but Darth Vader comes into the elevator with them. That would be scary. That's scarier than the Ranats.
0: <laughs> Not to me.
1: Being in an elevator with with Darth Vader.
0: <laughs> I mean maybe in real life if I was in an elevator but just watching it. He was, you know, him stepping onto an elevator, it was kind of lighthearted. You know, you knew something funny was going to happen. The ra- the Ranats were just creepy. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm- no they're creepy
1: I want them to make actual minifigs of the ratnats so I can like send you 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 one one.
0: yeah
1: yeah, just like random through the mail and you'd open your mail and get freaked out over the ratnats sitting inside the envelope
0: it would have really worked if you didn't tell me that you were going to do that and and I didn't know who it was from suddenly it just shows up I'm like (laughs) what throw it away just throw it away
1: And so um, Roger manages to save the three siblings by having them fall into another shaft. And I love that Rowan ended up hugging Roger and thanked him for for doing what he did. Because we don't really see a lot of Roger appreciation.
0: Yeah, I feel like this season hasn't been as as much Roger going on. Although this episode was very, very much, we got some good Roger moments.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And as they're about to leave, now that the Empire has left, you know, they can't get what they want. And as they're leaving, I love that Xander says, farewell, Becky Smuchenbacher. (laughs) 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 And, you know, uh, I forget what else he says. Um, I know in my heart... When it's over, we'll be together once again, and I love that Ro- uh, Rowan points out. You know, you don't. You were never together to begin with, <laughs> and, and Sander, that is a technicality.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder at this point. Is like, is this somebody that he's met in the past, or does he just kind of, you know, he sees her from afar. He knows who she is, but she, you know, they've never actually met. Like, that's, it's, it's an interesting, you know thing that's going on with him he's definitely obsessed
1: yeah (laughs) he's always thinking about her and and nare distracted him for a little bit because he he's he likes the pretty ladies Uh, (laughs) but yeah (laughs) becky has has definitely been on his mind a lot and uh yeah I, i like to think it was just he happened to see her one day and and he was just so
0: like a love at first sight kind of yeah. thing? Like he, he never even talked to her, you don't think?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so at all, no. <laughs> at, at least at that point in time, no, I did not think that they had interacted at all. And oh gosh, I, I really love that uh, he's just so in love with her. And, I, and he's a romantic when you really think about it.
0: <laughs> he's definitely got a crush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens to us all at some point, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so they contact... Admiral Akbar, they tell them that they've got their peace, and that Darth Vader happens to be looking for Kyber crystals and this concerns Akbar and it actually gets very serious at this point like you felt that the yeah. makers suspected oh gosh maybe our good news wasn't actually good news
0: right because we kind of like I guess you know it's known in the galaxy probably that what powered the first Death Star were, was Kyber Saber's
1: no uh, kyber, or, uh,
0: kyber Sabers, yeah <laughs> kyber crystals um so yeah the idea that they're amassing more you know is going to kind of tip them off that there's another big you know dangerous thing that's coming so
1: yeah yeah and i love that uh akbar says summon the both ends and i that part really excited me because you know uh, a lot of people are like is this show canon is it not canon and to me it doesn't it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because it in in my mind this is again it's it's falling in line with some of the events that we already know are going to happen. So you can think of it as in a way, yeah, this could be this is could be how they found out that there's a second death star that they they had some inkling that the empire was looking for kyber crystals and Uh, that's when they got the both ends to go and get more information. And I I just love that fact that Freemakers is sort of establishing that, and it's just building the framework, and hopefully later on we'll see something more, I guess, canonical.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It's At this point, I look at this show as, although I don't look at it as canon, it's still... um, it still very much fits within the star wars narrative as we know it. Yeah. And so to me it's like everything that's happening matters, you know, i i think they're giving hints to to events that we might not be aware of um or even revealing events or you know characters that are still around, that kind of thing. I think um they're staying very much in line with you know what the story group has established. So canon or not, it's still adding to the to the story.
1: Right. Yeah, it's giving us an idea of what could be happening if they were to explore it in a novel or a comic book or something of that nature.
0: Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, especially if season two is kind of the end for Freemaker Adventures, I, they need to do something. You know, they need to give us a comic series or a novel. I would love, love, love for it to be a canon novel where they take these same characters but do like a more real in-universe story with them.
1: Oh, that would be so cool. Like
0: take the Lego element out of it and like just make it into like a real story with these characters. I think that would be really cool. I don't know if they'd go there. They're already very well established as Lego characters. Maybe that's the way they want to keep it. Mm. But to get like a real canon adventure with these characters, um, I think would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I guess that's it for this episode. And the next episode we'll be watching and reviewing is the Lost Crystals of Caladon. Although I've noticed that in the episode they, they pronounce it with like a qua, qualodon. So I, I still haven't nailed the pronunciation right. But that's the episode we'll be focusing on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and maybe by the time we record The next episode we'll have built, or you have maybe finished the Arrowhead. Maybe I'll have started it and hopefully finished it, so we can talk a little bit about that, too.
1: Sounds good.
0: All right. Well, as usual, you guys can find us on iTunes. If you uh, listen to our show and you enjoy it, we'd love for you to go to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash starscavengers, Twitter at starscavengers, uh, starscavengers at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email and you can find all of our episodes at the website www.starscavengers.com
1: and until next time be a builder and don't mess with the Freemakers. makers